is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 61, Learning to Be Alone. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hey, everybody. Today I'm answering questions that I get quite frequently like, my new puppy cries in the crate. Um, Why does my new puppy cry when they can't see me? What can I do about it? Should I do something about it? Why is it important? Should I crate train my puppy? How long does it take? So I want to address some of these questions today because, you know, getting a new puppy is super exciting, but it can also be stressful, especially if our puppy's barking or whining and we want to help them. So today let's discuss the importance of helping your puppy learn to be alone. It's a really important lesson that every dog needs to know uh, because inevitably, yes, we want them to live with us in our homes, but they'll have to be alone sometimes. It's just how life is. So there's things that you can start doing right away to help them succeed. First of all, I want you to remember that your puppy has likely never been alone before. They've spent the first eight to 10 weeks of life with their mother, breeder, litter mates, and they're in a very close confined area compared to the size of our homes. So, you know, as we bring these puppies into our houses and we want them to be part of our families, they're planning on being close to us. They want to be right next to us, touching us. That's how close they want to be for most of the day. But again, it is realistic to recognize at some point this dog will need to be alone and having the skills to handle that is super important. When I first bring a puppy home, I know they are likely anxious and somewhat stressed because they're wondering if this new location and people are safe. They don't know you, they don't know your home, they don't know their new environment, and everything they did know is now gone. So as such, I keep them pretty close to me for the first week. I introduce the crate by feeding them all of their meals inside. So morning and night, they get their meals inside the crate. I give them stuffed Kongs inside or other favorite chews. I like to lure them in and let them come right back out again for a treat. And I'll do that randomly throughout the day several times. Uh, I also sit right next to them meaning I'm touching the crate while I read a book or watch a show. So that crate is close enough to me that I'm actually touching the crate. A lot of times I'll have clients that will say, but they're in the same room as me. They can see me. Um, And that's okay. Other than to the puppy, they're still so far away. And so that stress level stays high. So bring them over by you, put them right next to you to help them relax and realize that, Hey, this place isn't so bad. I can see her. I can smell her. I can practically touch her. Yes. There might be a door in the way, that's preventing me from sitting on her lap, but I can handle that. So you can also leave the crate open inside a pen so the puppy can choose to go in and out on their own throughout the day. When I go to the kitchen to cook a meal, I move the crate in there with me. If I'm in the office, I move the crate at my feet next to my desk. At night, I put that crate right next to my bed. Now, I know I get a lot of clients that'll say, well, I don't want my dog to sleep in my room. And that's absolutely okay. However, recognize these first few nights, your puppy is fairly stressed and anxious, and you can save that puppy a lot of crying, and also you from listening to a lot of crying by just bringing them close to you. It won't be forever, but the first few nights, just helping them feel safe in their new environment is a really important thing. And moving them close to you, helps prevent them from feeling like they need to bark or cry because they are so stressed. And then once they are comfortable in the crate, I start distancing myself so they can build confidence in being alone. So step one, help them feel safe in the crate by keeping your distance minimal. I'm always close by. 
Step two, we want to help that puppy feel safe when they can't see me. So this looks like me walking a few steps away, then I return to the crate. I reward my puppy if they are calm while I'm moving away and back again, and then I start increasing steps. I like to try for five out of five successes before pushing for more distance. So if I'm walking away 10 steps and back again 10 steps and my puppy's fine, great. And if I do that five times and my puppy's still great, we move on. So then maybe I'm trying to get away 15 steps and back and then 20 steps and back and then out of the room and back and so on. We want to work so that you can go out of the room to get a sandwich, a drink, or use the restroom. And then you walk back in the room, not paying any attention to what your puppy's doing, but going about your business as usual. As I return to the room, instead of sitting right next to the crate, at this point, maybe I'm sitting three to five feet away. Or if my puppy's handling that well, I start sitting five to 10 feet away and so on. So I gradually start to increase this distance that I am away from my puppy as they're in the crate. I'm also lengthening out the times that I disappear from the room. So I do this normally around week two of my puppy being home so that they start acquiring alone skills from the get-go. Now your puppy may need more or less time than this. That's okay. Go at their pace. If your puppy's barking or whining, you're moving too quickly. You can take a step back in the training. What if your puppy really struggles with the crate? How do you know if your puppy's okay being in a crate? I do like to look at this because I'm always thinking about the best scenarios for my dog and how to help them set them up for success. So if I have a puppy that's barking nonstop and they're really struggling at settling themselves, a crate might not be the best for them. So instead, I can use an exercise pen or a small bathroom. You can even set up a litter box in the corner of the area so that they can go potty as needed, but they'll have a little larger space to work with. Now, if you can use a crate, I do highly recommend it as it helps the house training get off to the best start possible. If you can avoid the pee pads or the litter boxes, then I would. But again, we do what's best for our dogs. So if you have a puppy that really does struggle with the crate, we don't want to put them in a situation that they can't handle. Now, I would say generally most puppies can handle a crate, but there are the outliers that can't handle it. And that's totally fine. We need to work with them in a different way. So I like to watch for signs of extreme stress. That would be diarrhea in the crate, drooling pools of saliva, or they're soaking wet when you go to get them, excessive panting, digging and chewing to try to escape, biting the crate door to get out. And if you notice these kinds of signs are present, well, it's probably not crate your dog. Uh, we can help them in other ways, probably use a pen instead. But if they're not present, your puppy's whining or barking, they're probably just most likely trying to see if the barking works to get them out. So let's talk about that a little bit. Now, growth comes from working through hard things. Let's think of teaching a baby to walk, for example. They struggle through it, right? They don't just learn, they stand up once and off they go, right? They struggle, they try, then they fall down, then they get up and they try again. And if we are constantly rescuing them every time they fall down and we don't let them try again, how would they learn to walk? That would be really difficult. So we do aid them by holding their hands for a while as they start to get balance. That would be like a week one of crate training, right? Where we're helping them handle the crate and learn to like the crate and we're staying close by. Then we start to let these babies take steps on their own. So do we let them or do they just do it, right? They just do it. They want to do it. They want to learn to walk. So at some point we let go and they give it a go on their own and they struggle through it to learn to walk. Now it is okay to let your puppy struggle through some of this frustration of not being able to be with you at all times during the day. This is how they learn. If we pay no attention to the whining or barking once all basic needs have been met, they've gone potty, they've had a drink, uh, they've had training and an exercise session, they will learn barking does not aid in getting them out of the crate. 
So note that eye contact, asking them to be quiet, or any other kind of talking, approaching them are really all forms of attention and may tell your dog the barking is working. So I like to wait for five to 10 minutes of quiet before letting my puppy out so that they connect being quiet with getting out and not barking. So as long as your puppy can handle the crate, you're not seeing those extreme signs of stress, then you know this is kind of the next step in crate training is letting them experience some of that frustration and we're letting them work through it. That uh, causes growth. That's how they learn. So for persistent barkers or apartment dwellers, uh, letting them just work through it can be frustrating, right? And I know that it's frustrating for you. It can be frustrating for your neighbors. Um, and, you know, we, we want our puppy to learn and to grow through this experience, but we don't want them to just bark nonstop on end, right? So there's some other things that we can do to try to help that puppy who is maybe having a hard time settling. You know, typically I would say puppies start to settle themselves within 20 to 30 minutes. And those are the signs I'm starting to look for that my puppy can do this, that they can handle this challenge. They're up for it. If my puppy is just barking, barking, barking nonstop, let's try a few of these ideas out instead. So first, you can take your puppy out for a potty break the second they start barking. They start barking in the crate, you take them out, go to the potty spot. Make sure you take them on leash. We don't want them to play around. We want this to be a very boring potty trip. I would not give them any extra attention. I would ignore them as much as possible. So you take them out. They can do their potty thing for one to two minutes. If they go, great. If they don't go, fine. Either way, we're going back inside and they're going to continue crate time. If they bark again, I want you to repeat that process so that they start to connect the dots. That barking means I go to the potty spot, then we come right back in for more crate time. So the barking does not mean crate time is over. Barking just means potty time. It does not equal play time. So having a stuffed Kong or puzzle toy already in the crate from the get-go can provide you know, a needed distraction for your puppy when they come back in and hopefully they'll divert to that. If not, if they go back to the barking, repeat the process. We go right outside to the potty spot, one to two minutes, we come right back in to crate time. You'll be able to tell when your puppy starts to connect the dots. Now that method works well for some puppies, other puppies it amps them up and they don't settle down. So some of this will be a little bit of trial and error on your part. We can also teach your puppy a downstay and build that behavior and generalize it to the crate. So we can practice the basics of walking out, returning more consistently, adding distance, then time to this behavior. I like to have the dogs do the downstay in the crate with the door open at first, and I'll build that behavior up to at least several minutes. And then I'll go and have them practice a downstay in the crate with the door closed, and we'll build that behavior for several minutes. And then we'll work to increase the time that they are doing that. I like to reward my dogs intermittently for good calm behavior. I like to keep them guessing. The more unpredictable I can be with my reward schedule, then the more they want to play, the more engaged they are in this training game. We often see dogs test behavior when they reach adolescence. So maybe this is going fine for your puppy and then all of a sudden your puppy hits 16 to 20 weeks and your puppy starts to bark in the crate. They want out and you're like, they've never done this before, right? That's another scenario that we need to discuss. So this is most likely a test to see if their behavior will get them what they want. It is important to stay consistent through these months as handlers. This is when I most often see that we get a little lax, a little, I guess, relaxed at this age because house training is going pretty well. We're getting kind of tired of the routine and structure that we've been on for the last several months that we've been super strict about, and we settle somewhat into some complacency, uh, but our dogs need us to remain consistent. Keep giving that daily crate time so your dog remains strong with these skills of being alone. 
stay consistent with your rules and boundaries and let that dog know that the barking will not work. It just simply won't get them their way, but calm, quiet behavior gets them the rewards that they're looking for. All right, you guys, let's make a goal if you haven't already to help your dog learn to be alone and like it. It is a very important life skill for our dogs to have. Keep a progress chart if it helps you remain consistent so you can see the improvement. Watch out for an extinction burst. What is that? This is if your puppy's getting better and better at being alone in the crate, they may give one last final push to bark for a longer period of time to see if it'll work. And then they'll stop when they see that it didn't. Always give your dog something to do in the crate, like a safe chew or toy. You can help by playing brown noise, such as a fan or puppy music or calming sounds. I like to tell Alexa to play music for me. Uh, my puppy gets to listen to while I'm gone. If your crate is in a busy area of your home and that makes it hard for your puppy to settle, try putting their crate in a quiet room where you can close the door and be sure that no one is inadvertently rewarding any barking. If your puppy would prefer to see you, start with a crate in a room where they feel included. Remember those first weeks, your puppy's stress level is higher than normal, so help them through it. There's no need to let them cry it out when stress and anxiety are high. After your puppy settles in and is comfortable in their new space and you've helped them learn the crate is a good place, then you can start to let them work through their frustration of, you know, hey, I want to be with you right now when they can't always be with us. So our puppies need to know how to be alone, you guys. It is a gift that we can give them. You can do this. Enjoy your dogs this week, you guys. Every day, make it a goal to do something fun with them. I'll talk to you next week. Happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me.